Jam in the AM will get to our uh, appropriate music in the aftermath of this tragedy in Israel uh, coming up. Uh, first, Harav David Stav is with us live via telephone. He is chairman of the Tsohar National Religious Rabbinical Association. He is here participating in the RCA Convention, Rabbinical Council of America, and he joins us live via telephone. Harav Stav, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning to you and to all the people to listen to us. Thank you so much. Um, is there any way for you to convey to us uh, this national feeling that's going on in Israel right now? I know that uh, you and so many others have seen many tragedies over the years and decades, but this one seems to be unique. Could you tell us how you would describe what's happening in Israel? Yeah, I think it's a very, very special moment in the life of uh, the Israelis. I think that uh, I've seen a lot of tragedies in Israel, but uh, I could not recall an event that caused so many people from all tribes of the Israeli society, from all segments of Israeli society, to pray, to daven, to bake, uh, to make a freshest challah on last Friday and the last couple of two Fridays actually, to uh, commit themselves to so many good things that they um, they are accepting upon themselves, observant and non-observant people. I dare to say that uh, we have never been so united as we have seen in the last 18 days of that uh, tragedy that uh, took uh, took place. You know, we we usually as Jews uh, remember the ten days before be- between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and I think I think that you know everyone is accepting upon himself things before Yom Kippur. I think I could never recall a certain Meitzuba in er- such a period of time that was so effective on the entire society as these days, these eighteen days. Unbelievable. Harav David Stav with us live via telephone. Um, you know these boys, and I don't mean that you know these three specific boys, but in your life, especially in the religious Zionist community of Israel, you have come across many amazing young people that are dedicated to Torah, Masim Tovim, to their great family life, and move on at some point to serve in the Israeli army, to be beacons of hope and leadership for the state of Israel. You know what I mean when I say you know these boys, and they, they, they were not just a symbol of, uh, of Jews being attacked and then murdered, but a real symbol of the national identity of the State of Israel. Am I right? No question about that. First of all, uh, two out of the three learned with my sons wow. in Yeshivat Mekor Chaim. So actually, I did not know them personally, but I know them from the Yeshiva where they learned, which is considered to be one of the top Yeshivot Tichoniot in, in the State of Israel. Uh, I think uh, the elite guys of the religious Zionist society learn learn in this uh, yeshiva high school. Yeshiva high school. Um, I know one of the families that the teacher, that the mother, uh, Bat Galim Shaher from Talmon, from the settlement of Talmon, teaches by us in Shoham, the city where I'm serving as the chief rabbi of. And these are real noble families. I mean, so so sensitive, so responsible. It's shown such. Uh, determined leadership in the last 18 days. I I think that a part of what occurred to us, to the Israeli society during the last 18 days, uh, we could not um, ignore the fact that one of the reasons for that phenomena is the 
the behavior of the three noble families, which yeah. have shown us, have taught us such a big lesson of faith, of leadership, responsibility. You know, even the names of the ministers that they've chosen to bring to their funerals, that they did not relate to their specific uh, segment of society. They did not choose to bring leaders that uh, officially belong to the uh, religious Zionist movement, but rather wanted to bring leaders that symbolize to the Israeli society a part, something which is broader, leaders that belong to secular parties, in order to create the feeling that this is not something that relates to one tribe, but it is something that makes us all in that uh, position, in that situation. The terrorists did not uh, kill or murder these three boys just because the, one of them was, uh, was uh, living in a settlement and another one was uh, studying in a settlement, but because they were Jews. And each, they caused each one of the families in Israel, and myself, I'm including myself in, in, this, in these families, they caused every family in Israel to feel that it could occur to their son, it could occur to their daughter. And that's why everybody feels that it's just a coincidence that these were the sacrifices. Because actually the terrorists wanted, and still the rest of them that are alive, want us all to be killed. And that's, that's the contribution of these families that succeeded to unite so many people in Israel, and I think in the rest of the Jewish world, and, uh, around them, and uh, caused us all to feel that what we all know, but like to forget from time to time, mm. that yet we are one united nation, that our enemies do not distinguish between one tribe to another. Tribe. This is what uh, Rav Zinger, the Rosh Hashiva of Makar Chaim, said yesterday during the funeral. <laughs> נזכור את הפתגם שאומר שני יהודים, שלוש דעות, אבל לב אחד. יש לנו לב אחד. He alluded to what we always say, three, two Jews, three opinions, but in this case, one... I know what's interesting about what happened yesterday in the funeral, that on one hand, Rav Zinger said, and all the people, over tens of thousands and maybe more, that were there, repeated after him, reciting the... Very famous statement of the Ariya Kadosh, Areini Mekabela Latzmi Mitzvah Tevavta Lerachah Kamocha. But an hour earlier, Yair Lapid, that is not considered to be an uh, observant uh, rabbi, said the same thing. Yeah. And he said also, he, he was the first one to use that statement of the Ariya Kadosh. And a few days earlier, he said, for the first time in the last six years, he opened the cedar to say to him. And you know, ten days ago, I was asked by by every Avri Gilad, one of the very famous uh, performances in the Channel 2, um, uh, uh, in the television, he asked me to come to the studio, to the secular studio, and Channel 2 is symboli- symbolizing the, the secularism in Israel, and he asked me to come to the studio and to pray to heal him with all the audiences. And, and that's, it shows something that is very deep, exists in all the Jewish souls all over the world, that deep, deep in our heart we know that we belong to one nation, we belong to one God, and we belong to something that characterizes us and makes us so unique and so special. And we wish that the rabbis and the leaders of our society will know how to go from that step that has been achieved, unfortunately, with the, with the killing, with the murdering of these three holy souls, that, we will, that Hashem will give us the wisdom and the power and the strength 
to continue from that point and to go to uh, the next step and not to go back down to the bottom to continue with the cynicism, with other components of what we are used to see as regular Jewish, uh, Jewish life in our society. Harav David Stav is with us. Uh, I know you're very tight on time, but I have to ask you this question. Um, do you think, and you have, you, have, you have reached out to such a degree to those who are not observant in Israel through your work, do you think this will improve the relationship between the religious community and those who are not observant? And then on the other side, we know, and today's not the day to discuss it, but we know that not everybody from the, uh, you know, from the, what we would call the right-wing camp is a fan of yours. Um, do you think that this might improve the relationship between the different religious groups as well? It depends on us. Not only on us, but it depends on us, on the rabbis, on the leaders. If we, the, the rabbis or the leaders, will now concentrate or focus our, our behavior or our uh, speeches uh, accusing the police or accusing the state or accusing the government, why didn't you do this and you didn't do that to the terrorists? If that will, I mean, this, this kind of discussion should take place as a, in every democratic state. But if the rabbis, if the spiritual leadership will not, will know how to utilize what has been achieved now and will try to seek for more dialogue, for more dialogues, and for more understanding between the segments of the society, we could achieve a lot, uh, a lot in, in the, in the, from now on. But if we will come back to the ancient debates about the relationship between settlements and the left wing and religious and non-religious, and we'll, all our focus will be on the questions of going to the army and going and sharing the responsibility and instead of knocking on our chest we'll keep on insisting knocking on somebody else's chest when we say and we will concentrate on blaming others so then uh, nothing will, will change and nothing will be improved I hope that we'll be wise enough in order to take advantage of what has been achieved now and to move, to move forward Harav Stav, always an honor to speak with you. Tadaraba. Thank you very much. Wednesday morning, this is JM in the AM.